0: is the Life with Cheese podcast. I'm Malia. And I'm Andi. We're just two besties trying to figure shit out.
1: And we're here to bring you the cheesy truth with a little spice, a little nice, and a whole lot of funk. This is where when we wanna get shreddy, we don't sacrifice the chetty. And when we think we can't even, we like totally literally do. So we can be the big cheese in every area of our lives. Let's break bread and cut the cheese together, ladies.
0: Okay, so let's go. go. Cheese and stretchy pants required, bras optional.
1: Hello. Hi. Welcome to the Life with Cheese podcast. We're here with Malia and Audrey. I believe this is going to be a cheese and crackers. I think it might be. Because it's just a little (laughs) snack. (laughs) Oh my gosh, what are we talking about today, Malia?
0: Oh my goodness, only the most important thing in the world. (gasps) Me? Yes!
1: (laughs) It's almost your birthday. It is, I'm going to be 21. Plus tax. (laughs) Oh my gosh. She's going to be
0: dirty, dirty, and flirty.
1: Right, everybody, Uh, attend my party. I'll let you know where it is. (laughs) Um, But we're talking about relationships, so it really is one of the most important things ever.
0: It is, because no matter what, every person in your life, you've got a type of relationship with them. Mm -hmm. So what kind do you want? What kind? I mean, I want healthy ones. I want the ones that make me feel recharged afterwards. Right. After, after I'm done being with them.
1: Yeah, not when you drop them off and you're like, and I think I'll go into a coma. Yes, and I will never talk to another human <laughs> being again. <laughs> oh my gosh, we've all been there. Um, but really, y'all, we are mammals, right? And mammals thrive uh, in relationships. And yes. we are not meant to go through this life alone. But... Right. But... Have you ever been in a relationship where you feel more lonely in it than when you were out of it? I will say yes. <laughs> I'm going to say <laughs> yes to I, that say, one. Say uh, a high yes. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder, I mean really, what are the aspects of that relationship that makes it lonely. I mean, it's, it's a lack of connection, right? Right. Like you can be in the room with somebody. And this could be romantic. This could be friendship. This
0: could be family. This could be yeah, a, a coworker, like whatever. You can be in a room with somebody and feel all alone and feel like like you might as well just be like in the closet.
1: That is always my My default whenever I feel really disconnected or misunderstood or drained by a relationship or in a relationship is I literally just want to crawl into a dark hole and never come out. That's how it feels. Mm
0: -hmm. I think that a big root, we could get into this more later, but a big root to it is, is there healthy communication? That's a big foundation. Is is that is the communication healthy? Is it what you need it to be? Are the expectations set correctly? Mm-hmm. Um, and if not, you're gonna feel it. You're gonna see it. It's going to reflect in everything that you do with them.
1: Totally. And everything. communication about boundaries. Oh yeah, boundaries. Oh my god. What are boundaries? What could those be? So okay, here's the thing. The last couple of Hmm. Is it a couple of years? Has it been that long? I'm going to say yes. Yeah. That I have been hesitant to start really or engaging in new relationships or even in relationships that are somewhat surface level, like taking them deeper. I've been really reluctant to do that because... I almost feel like, okay, if I lean into this relationship, what are they going to expect of me? Is it going to be more than I'm willing to give? Are they going to need to call me every day? Do they need to text? Are they going to get mad at me if they text and I don't respond until the next day? Like, What are the expectations that they'll have of me? Because I only have so much energy and time to, to allot to more relationships in my life and so that is what has prevented me I think from really leaning into deeper connections which is so it feels so weird to me because I'm someone who loves those deep connections right yeah so
0: why do you think um that that is the default um Fear or the default feeling about about new relationships. do you think have you been burned or has it been like a few people that have like ruined it for the rest of rest of them or what do you think it is? Well, I
1: mean my my very logical brain that can reason is going to take complete ownership for this. Um, it's a lack of communication, a lack of boundaries. Um, like we just said, but my emotional brain says yes to what you just said. It says uh, there are people that just need too much from me. And so I'm just going to cut everyone out because I can't live up to what people need from me. And they just take, 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 and I'm drained and I'm tired and I'm riding the drain train right now. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So... The drain train is something that I choose to jump off of and I do that by hiding instead of communicating and instead of setting boundaries. And so yeah. that's like a really conscious thing that I'll have to improve upon, I think.
0: Yeah, and you just hit on something. So there, there's like two complete opposites. There's hiding and there's totally cutting off the supply of people to that could enrich your life but you're not i'm not yeah. maybe you you maybe you're not giving them a chance and it's right. me too it's me too i'm talking hypothetically but um or there is communicating and setting the boundaries and saying hey screw it if you don't like my boundaries then you're not the person to be you know my friend right
1: now yeah oh and that's like i think that um I don't want to make this a gender thing only I'm going to right now, but I think women are so a lot of times can be so focused on being pleasant and being nice. And somewhere the wires got crossed between setting boundaries and being nice Mm -hmm. and setting a boundary. Isn't the absence of being kind or loving. It's actually coming from a loving place because what you're saying to someone is listen, I value this connection and this relationship so much that I want it to work. Mm -hmm. so here is me communicating to you what bound what I need from you and I hope that you'll do the same so that we can come to an agreement and negotiate what this relationship can look like
0: right because if you have an absence of boundaries then you have imminent
1: resentment coming up coming right up next up resentment exactly cheesy gooey smelly funky resentment
0: not even good enough to
1: make cottage cheese Uh, yeah it is so true though because then you just end up like despising or hating that person Mm -hmm. (laughs) you don't say anything
0: and then of course of course they're not going to even know that you didn't set the boundaries that you needed they're going to be like what did i do or oh my god what a miserable cow (laughs) (laughs) like straight up (laughs) (laughs) you know what comes from cows <laughs> I
1: didn't know we could
0: do that. I <laughs> yeah, it's not always a bad thing to be a cow, but to be a miserable cow.
1: Oh, that yeah. is not a great feeling. Right. So it's not fair for anybody involved. It really isn't. Yeah, and so really taking a step back and reminding—I mean, I have to remind myself. Okay, Andrea. So either you can crawl into that hole and hate that person or I wish you can. could see her face. <laughs> Ooh, there's so many faces. Um, or you can have a conversation with them and set boundaries and say, hey, listen, I would really like to connect with you, but all I can do is like an hour of um, an hour long coffee date once a month. You know, that's right. all I have to give. And hey, this is just FYI. Um, I am only on my phone checking, responding to texts this amount of time a day. So please don't take it personally if I don't respond right away. Like Mm -hmm. just saying that up front. Mm -hmm. So that way, um, if they do get offended that you didn't respond to that text or whatever. You've covered your ass. Right. It's really on them at that point, right? To Mm -hmm. communicate to you Mm -hmm. or to realize You did set the boundary,
0: and also after you set the boundary, there is the time frame where you have to um, enforce the boundary continually, which is the hardest part. Anybody can say, "Hey, I don't check my texts before 8 a.m. and after 8 p.m." Like anybody can say that, but natural human um, tendency is to. Stay the course of where you've been going right. and test boundaries. Right. It's not always coming from a bad place, but it's to be expected. Totally. So you teach people how to treat you. So that's exactly what you'd be doing once you set a new boundary. Mm-hmm. Even if it's not new uh, anymore, you, you're continuing to set it, you're still teaching them how to treat you.
1: Totally. and And... You have to expect a little bit of backlash just because of what you just said. It's like it's what it, I think we talked about this in episode 2, but that homeostasis mm-hmm. of hey, these people are used to operating a certain way and I'm I'm going to have to set the boundary and then enforce it and enforce it and enforce it and enforce it probably 50 more times before they even remotely change or alter what they're doing, Mm -hmm. and then they still might not all the way get it.
0: Right. And if you do this with, let's say, a long-term relationship that you've Mm -hmm. been... Like a romantic relationship or a really, really long-term friend, there's a chance that the friendship or relationship was established based on your old boundaries that worked for them. Mm -hmm. And maybe worked for you at the time. Yeah. But then if you... If you continue to enforce your boundaries and they don't really uh, want to continue to go along with it, you might hear the phrase, you've changed. You're not the same person. You're, and that very well may be true. But um, there's always a possibility that you could lose a friendship or a relationship because you're enforcing the boundaries that you now need. Mm-hmm. And that's that, I think it's worth it. <laughs> I mean, yeah. It's worth it if you have yeah. your your boundaries in place. And
1: if they don't respect it or if they, it just doesn't work for them, then that's
0: kind of what has to happen sometimes. I
1: mean, in reality, if you're setting boundaries and there's absolutely like a, a continual pushback to the point where it's unsupportive, draining, painful, then you've lost the relationship already, right? Like, yeah. Like it's not, not really what you you want to be in Mm -hmm.
0: not really what you signed up for knowingly right yeah gosh
1: oh so the phone one that you just brought up a little bit ago is actually one that I have lived recently because people text at all hours of the day now Mm -hmm. and it's, it's almost like there's this expectation that you're readily available at all times. Like I text you at six a.m., I should be able be able to get a hold of you at eleven p.m. You know,
0: mm-hmm.
1: it's it to me that even thinking that I feel my chest like start to close up. Like I physically react to that because it feels so invasive and like mm-hmm. I can't keep up with everyone's expectations. It's obviously a pressure that I have put on myself and a lack of boundary even with myself. All right. So when I started telling people, like, "Hey, I'm not checking my phone," I had a realization one day because I literally talked to like seven people before seven a.m. one day, and I was—I like, <laughs> remember that day. Yeah, I, yeah, you're <laughs> like, like I I can't do this oh my gosh. "I'm going off the grid." <laughs> like seven people before seven a.m. No, it's not okay. So it's your time. Yeah, your time. and so I was like, was words. I, I was telling people this, and. Lo and behold, people continued to text me before 7 a.m. And here's the thing. My initial reaction was to be mad at them for it, right? Like, to be like, you're not respecting my boundary. But why did... But I was putting the expectation and the pressure on myself to respond. Yeah. So... If I'm responding, continuing to respond to you before 7 a.m. and my boundary is I don't talk to anybody before 7 a.m., then I'm not respecting my own boundary. Mm -hmm. So the phone is a tricky one because it's like, it's up to you to look at it or not look at it or respond or not respond. It's not really... Like, someone else can text you at whatever hour and not expect you to respond. Like, if I texted you at midnight, assuming you're asleep, I just know you're going to get it in the morning.
0: Why the hell didn't you respond to me last night? You
1: need to wake up and respond to me. It's really rude. Yeah. I'm Mm -hmm. calling your mom.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Telling on you.
1: (laughs) But, yeah. So, knowing kind of how to toggle between, okay, when do I need to cut myself some slack and enforce my boundary versus... Hey, I need to have another conversation with you.
0: And a lot of it is people pleasing.
1: Yeah, like that's I think we're both recovering people pleases Good old (laughs) PP. You that with old (laughs) PP? PP is yellow like cheese. (laughs) (laughs) I swear this needs to be on
0: YouTube because your faces are better than the words. I've got water. Oh, me too. Water break. Mm. Oh, we should have a water break in each episode. Ready, set, water break.
1: Everybody listening, drink your water right now. Your gulp is really loud, so we're just pausing for you. We heard that. Okay. So. anywho anything else about
0: the drain drain you know i feel pretty i feel light now like i feel like it's this is stuff that you know is always relevant and we don't always talk about it because there's some shame around oh i'm a bad friend if i don't like
1: certain things about my friendships or relationships or whatever and also you've got to turn like and look within, right? Like, what am I doing to drain oh. other people? Oh, my God. Why didn't oh. I even think of that? Probably because I'm
0: draining someone.
1: Oh, I thought I was perfect. <laughs> you are perfect. <laughs>
0: um, yeah, actually. So, in order to do that exercise, play this podcast in reverse, and report back to us with <laughs> a five-star review. <laughs>
1: Don't forget that part.
0: <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, that that is really big because... Like... It takes two to tango, so look at your other friendships or relationships and just see. Because, yeah, I mean, a friendship and a relationship can't fail normally by just one person. Well, there are definitely, definitely...
1: Narcissistic assholes out there. (laughs) I know who
0: you are. Um, Why do I always end up talking to the microphone like this, like a goblin? Uh it just
1: feels natural it's very natural you're in your natural state of being i'm in my natural habitat do you remember when you and i had the conversation of like hey we want to be a positive relationship for each other but we also want to be real and yes what does that look like i
0: thought about that one today oh my god because it's such an important
1: one should we tell them what happened yeah a little I, bit you, no, you you go yeah no you go. No, no no really you. <laughs> we were walking in the park right was
0: it the, the thing that happened here where...
1: Oh, no. Oh, okay. I know. There's, is that relevant this to this This is a two-parter. Sort of, okay, okay. This is a two-parter. Okay. Because the first time we were walking in the park, okay. and we were talking more in general, like, I think that you and I have been some, like, people who want to influence each other in a positive way, which I think friendships... Sh- should be Mm -hmm. Um, but we also have been able to to come to each other during hard moments like outside of all the self-development and the positive like oh my uh this family member's driving me crazy or you know we have our moments Mm -hmm. right so relationships have to be positive and uplifting and they like they can become draining if they're super negative negative. But they can also become draining if there's a lack of realness. Yeah, it gets it, of an like, authenticity. Yeah, yeah. Like having to
0: put on a fake smile just to not bring the other down. But like, right?
1: It's all just building up somewhere. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, are are we really true friends if you don't? If I'm not able to talk to you about what's bothering me? Mm-hmm. So there, that's been something to to kind of feel out in my relationships just to be a positive influence on people, but obviously, and, and them on me, like have a positive back and forth, but be able to be real and like look toward solutions when there is a problem. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, there's a learning curve. There is a learning curve. And I think that, I mean, I don't know. We had that another conversation not that long ago. Um, where it was like, okay, hold on a second. I need to make sure that I'm able to be less than perfect and I'm not going to be completely left because that like brings up a lot of abandonment, like panic of neglect if, okay, what if I fly off the handle on my crazy shows as my friend is, is that going to be when you cut me off? Right. Is that going to be like, okay, No. She's in, in the last five years, or how long has it has been? been five. So, on episode five. one, we said 2014, but it was 2013. Oh, almost boom. six years ago, almost six. Like, okay, so we've had maybe one, one, two, one and a half fights or yeah. something. Let's say two, <laughs> let's say two fights, <laughs> which that's pretty good. That's a good average. <laughs> and we've always come come around like. In a better place afterwards, I think. Yeah, because
0: we know how to talk things out. Right. We know how to, like... Yeah. We, we know how to talk.
1: And it always comes down to... A misunderstanding. A, totally a misunderstanding and and just being human and having bad moments. And, yeah. and moments where you're less than perfect. Right. So being able to show those and say, okay, this is, like, threefold. Like, I want to be a positive influence on on you and to you and to your life and not be a drain. Mm-hmm. Uh, number two, I want to be able to be real with you. And number three, uh, when I fall short, and I'm a complete crazy person, please don't leave me.
0: Right. Yeah. And a lot of it has, um, a lot of it requires, like, reassurance. Mm-hmm. Like, I was never, ever, ever going to leave you if you, like, and vice versa. I know, Right. Like, we were never going to leave each other for having, like, a crazy moment or a bad, you know, few days or a bad day or whatever. Right. But it's the reassurance because if one side is not sure of the other, then the other side, like, if one side is not sure that the other won't leave them, mm-hmm. then that other person has not been doing their part in making sure that the other person knows they're not going to leave them. (laughs) Yeah, like that you value the relationship. Yeah. That is so true. And that it's unconditional. Like it's unconditional. If you're in the right friendship, it's unconditional.
1: Right. And there's not this expectation of this has to be perfect at all times and if... If two moment, two bad moments are going to overtake or take down a relationship of however many years of good moments, that's just, it's not really logical. Right. Right. So anyway, relationships are so complex. There's so many intricacies. There's so many personal issues, like aspects and feelings and experiences that happen within the that are just as important as the back and forth that happened between the the people.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Whoa, Whoa! There you have it.
0: What a cheesy crackery episode this was. I'm slapping
1: two pieces of cheese on that cracker. I'm slapping a cracker on top of those two pieces of cheese Whoa! and crunching it. Sandwich. <laughs>
0: The bill of my hat just hit the whiteboard.
1: She's got a Nash hat on. Nash D. And she just slammed it down into the table. table. It's fine. Whatever. You wish you saw it. This is one of those bad moments where I won't abandon you, but I thought about it. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Well, at least you're still here. I can can figure out how to move on with your help.
1: Oh my gosh. All right, y'all. Are you riding the drain train? Or are you leading the drain train? Ooh, or did you jump off the drain train and have no plans of getting back on it? Yeah.
0: We want to know with your five-star reviews.
1: (laughs) She's really, really (laughs) pressing that.
0: I mean, five, five, one, what's the difference?
1: (laughs) Four stars is the difference.
0: Oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) That's basic (laughs) math-in. I was going to say three and a half is a half. It's the halfway point, but two and a half is. Don't do that.
1: Don't don't do that. Don't. Do that. don't do we're age-mated. Okay, guys, that was just a cheese and crackers episode. Hope you enjoyed it,
0: and uh, let us know what you think uh, by <laughs> reaching out with the five-star
1: review. Oh my God, we're ending. <laughs> Bye. Thank you for connecting with us on the Life with Cheese podcast. If you enjoyed this episode,
0: it'd mean so much to us if you'd share it with someone you love so we can be one step closer
1: to helping trillions of women own their cheesiest selves. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Life With Cheese, please. And remember, you are the big cheese in all areas of your life.